Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. This is episode 172 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. Our podcast with me, Simon, with Laura. Hello. I have no idea what day it is. How many podcasts do I start by saying I have no idea what day it is? <laughs> it's because school had an inset day on the Monday, so that's thrown us off. Explain. It's like a teacher training day. So they've had half term, then they've they've right. added a teacher training day, which I think all schools are meant to have one a term. Right. So that was on the 30th, then Halloween 31st. Betsy should have gone back to school yesterday. She's been poorly. Surprise, surprise. Always poorly. And then so she's gone back in today, so it feels like Monday today. It's actually... Wednesday, but that's nice because it'll be the weekend quicker. First of November, yep. my birthday month is about to begin. I'm excited because um, we're going out tonight. Well, <clears throat> only, only for a little while. Do you want to tell people what we're doing? Yeah, we're going to see James Blunt live in conversation. He's got a book out, right? Yeah. About some sort of biography. I think James Blunt's one of those people you either love, love him or hate him. He's Marmite, isn't he? On Twitter, brilliant, he's funny. Whenever we've seen him do gigs, whether we've gone to it or we've seen it on telly, again, he's really funny, he puts on a good show. Seems like a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we've seen him live several times singing. Yeah. So this is a first, and I believe he's only doing this one show where yeah. he's talking about his book. So, so no singing. No singing. Which, again, easy to make the James Blunt joke of, best concert he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. It's like not liking Coldplay. yeah. I mean, the word hipster gets banded around too much, but it does seem to be almost like a hipster thing to not like popular stuff. There's probably a, a phrase for this. Yeah. Why wouldn't you like Coldplay? James Blunt seems likeable. Yeah. Don't get Something it. Something a bit different. 
You've booked this for tonight. It's in Westminster, in between Betsy Pearl's posh school and... Well, he's posh, isn't he? He's posh. To him, it's probably a council estate (laughs) where we're doing this later. So we've survived October, our first October back in the UK, back in in London. It's been quite all right weather-wise, I think. Um, It's changed, though. Yeah, it's changed, but I've not been as cold as I thought I was going to be. We'd had the frost, but it's been very rainy. On and off, it's starting to be very rainy. There's a new storm coming. There seems to be storms. <laughs> Every time I put news on, it's a new storm. There was Storm Bebet. The latest one hitting us this week is Storm Kieran. thought it went through the letters, no? So did I. Maybe it's, I don't know how it works these days. Unless it's Kieran with a C, is it? It is. It is Kieran with a C. Well, there you go, then. So the last one was Bebet. Did they do male, female? That's going to be tricky these days, isn't it? With the yes. they, thems. Yes, yes. Anyway, so that makes you sound old when you say that, doesn't it? But I'm just saying... Yeah. Probably going to be a protest about that at the Storms office, wherever yeah. that is. So we've done a couple of event things. Your mum came up, gay lay, around Halloween. Easy Again, easy to make jokes. <laughs> Went to see Guys and Dolls with her. Yeah, which was very good with... Um... What's the theatre called? Is it the Bridge Theatre? Right next to Tower Bridge. And it starred Daniel Mays, who we love. Daniel Mays. Yeah. You'll know him from Line of Duty, from that Yorkshire Ripper thing that's just been on. He's yeah, he's in always in the stuff. dark stuff, isn't he? Yeah. I like R- him, though. He's good. And uh, Guys and Dolls, hard to explain this because I've not found a good way of explaining this to anybody yet. The theatre is in the round. The seats are all around. Mm-hmm. And then the stage, the standing. Now, when you tried to tell me we were going to this, I said, under no circumstances buy standing tickets. Yeah. I do not want to be... I don't like standing at concerts, what you have to stand at. <laughs> But standing at, I mean, I said the best thing about musicals is the comfy seats. And your Maltesers. Yeah, bags of sweets and <laughs> comfy seats. You said we were getting seating. Well, no, I, no, did, no, I you didn't did. say we were getting Well, seating. I said I weren't going to go if it was standing. Yeah. And then we get there and we're literally walking into the auditorium. I'm like, we can't go down there, that's standing. And you're like, no, we've got standing. Mean, meanwhile, Betsy's whispering in my ear, have you yeah. told Daddy yet? I'm so like, she knows. <laughs> I let off a couple of expletives, didn't I? Yeah, but but then you got into it. Well, you stand. How do I explain this? It's a square floor Mm -hmm. and the audience who've paid, and I think you have to pay extra to stand up. No, 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 you don't. You don't? No, you don't. There's various prices, but... The orchestra are up in the... They're normally under the stage. They're up in the balcony. Yeah. Bizarre. And the stage is made up... Imagine Tetris blocks. You know that Tetris block that looks like an L shape and a T shape? Yeah. Stuck together. Yeah. Imagine the stage is like that on the floor, but each square of it comes up and goes down. Mm-hmm. It's all marked out with white lights. So what you do is you stand in there, and in between scenes, the floor goes up and down. Yeah. So one minute you stood looking this way, the next minute you're on the stage. Yeah. The actors are walking through you. Yeah, and the um, they've got like policemen. Because it's set when? 1940s, 1950s, New York. New York. So you've got these... Policemen dressed like that, they're ushers. Yeah. But they're also part of the play. And they're also bringing on props and... Yeah. They might bring on tables and chairs for like a nightclub scene or a cafe scene. You'll sit in one and then you're suddenly on stage. You're six (laughs) feet up in air, eight feet up in air. Yeah. That happened to you. Well, I'll tell you what did happen. I just ordered a £10 cocktail. London, baby. This is just after the interval. Yeah. You're now part of the play. We're on Guys and Dolls. On the stage. Is it going on your IMDb? Is it going on your <laughs> yeah. CV that you're in Guys and Dolls? So my mum and I are sat on the front bar table. Then the women do a sexy dance, whip off their dresses, 
one gets chucked on me, yeah. like goes over the top of my head so I can't see. I pull it off and it's also knocked over my drink. Ten quid drink. My drink's empty. That was the worst bit for me. We've been split up at this point, so I'm looking over to you. Because at this point, Daniel Mays walks past and he's shaking hands. He shakes my hand. He shakes Betsy Pearl's hand. I'm looking at you going, he just shook me hand. This isn't middle at play. Mm. And you're holding your glass up like that. And I'm thinking... What you're trying to tell me is you're nicking part of the set. <laughs> <laughs> you're nicking the glass from the play. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Nice bit of memorabilia. Yeah, no. Ten quid a drink. Why not? That must have been very upsetting. Did it that was. put a black cloud over it the was. play? It was. I'm like looking around like, where's those policemen now? Where, where are you giving me? Yeah. <laughs> you should write to the theatre. You would go back down there for a drink, wouldn't you? Yeah. So it was really good. And then at the end... The stage all lowers, so the arena's flat, but all the performers are still on. So some of these are big celebrities. They all just start having a dance-off. Yeah, and, and, all, and everyone that, that are sat in the seats came down to the yeah. floor as well. I mean, for some people, worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. So they're pulling random people, a lot of bloody theatre types there, weren't they? If they'd have pulled you, what dance would you have done? Oh, I don't know. Mum danced it. I mean, what move have you got? I could What's have your done move? my... Um, and in the air, come on! That's a Laura Rhythm dance. Rhythm is a dancer one. Oh my God, if you'd have done that. My fast feet. Because I, I were videoing. Yeah. I would have loved to see you do that. They're pulling people out. Well, it was stage school dance Brats. off. BP being one of them. Well, but basically, I mean, I've got the video of it. Basically, kind of just went a bit wild, kicking her feet up in air, well, spinning she, round. She was like... I was about to go into the splits and then I realised I had jeans on and I yeah. thought if I rip my jeans, it's going to be embarrassing, so... But one lad jumped at middle... And he'd got like black jogger bottoms on and a white t-shirt. He looked basically like he was in rehearsal. He knew. And he, he started knew. doing them spins that ballet dancers do. And Well, there was a lot of people that had obviously been several times. Oh, he's one of them. He's one of them. Yeah. Because when we sat on the chairs, there was a, quite a few people giving us... Oh, Daggers. this is no, 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 no. They, they were telling us what happens. No, what happens is you do this. Oh, and this, yeah. And then it, and like, so I was like, ah, so this is one of those gigs where... They've got the fans. Yeah. It felt like that. It was very enjoyable and I totally didn't want to go because I don't like, there's something about old musicals, your Doris Days and Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and Oklahoma. That's what's always put me off musicals. It's interesting right? you say that. Like I get, I get what you're saying about old musicals, but I think I grew up watching those with my granddad. So I think there's certain ones I agree with you on, but there's some like the Doris Day is amazing. Oklahoma is brilliant. So some, I don't know. You've, I think I need to educate you a bit more on some of these older ones. We also, obviously, we're massive fans of Christmas. It's approaching. I don't like to, I mean, it's November now, so I think we're safe to talk about it because <laughs> people do get pissed off in October talking about it. Well, Betsy said, are we putting the Christmas decorations up tomorrow? Yeah. I'm like, why? It's 1st of November. Oh, uh, Halloween's over. Yeah. Well, we do tend to put them up early, but not quite this early. I can't believe it's November. I know that's such a you know, mum thing to say, oh, I can't, I can't believe we're already... I know, it's flying by. So we drove, I think we mentioned this on our last podcast, we went to a place called Bexley Heath, I think it is, went to a farm down there. Bex. Bex Hall. And it was shite. I mean, it was just a field where they'd actually just scattered pumpkins. Yes, because we talked about the young lad that... Yeah. Anyway... On the field. You'd booked another. Yep. uh, Called Camas Hall Farm. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was a nighttime one. We'd just been this weekend, just gone. So very Halloween-y. Yeah. Everywhere you drive in London is a 50-minute drive. Yeah. You put it in GPS. I'd like to draw a circle from our house 50 minutes. Yeah. Because that's the only places we ever go. So we drove to this place. It ended up being in countryside. It's over near Stansted Airport somewhere. Yeah. It was pissing it down. Yeah. Which is a shame. 
country lanes to get there. And then suddenly we were at this farm and boy, it was muddy. It really the car was. Park, I mean, there were cars skidding all over the place. <laughs> we're not used to mud. All I could think is the bloody car's going to be in uh, a right yeah, state I knew, after I this. Knew. And it was done so much better than the other one. So I want to doth me cap to them. And if you if it's one you want to book in in future years, Camas Hall. Yeah, really good. They've got a tunnel of fear, a couple of big tunnels of fear that you go in with the actors jumping out. Yeah. The pumpkin patch was incredible. The shame was it was raining. Yeah. Can't book the weather, can you? They had a band called Time Warp who were very good. They were good, doing all the boy band songs and Halloween songs. Yeah. The hot chocolate was substandard. I'll say that. Yeah. Was a bit disappointing. But... Loads of people were dressed up. Loads of great fancy dress outfits. Yeah. They had a pyramid of pumpkins. 34 I see it on my Instagram. And then listen to Danny Robbins on the way home. One of your things is you hate a podcast in the car. No, when I'm on my own, it's fine. But when I'm with other people, I can't focus on listening yeah. to the... But it was foggy. It was rainy. It was dark. In fact, driving home, it were a proper storm. Yeah. And we had... Um, so we had Uncanny on the Danny Robbins Ghost podcast. I think my mum should write in to Danny Robbins. I thought about contacting him. I thought about sending him our ghost episode or our podcast and saying, have a listen to this. Yeah. My mother-in-law is batshit crazy, but she's got a couple of well, ghost she's stories. Watched the Uncanny TV series. Yeah. She's not listened to the podcast, but she said, you know, when the guests, yes. when they've said that they were non-believers and that, until you actually have seen one, like you can understand when people say, you know, until you've seen one, you don't get it. And my mum said that like she's watching it nodding going, you know, until you actually see it, I get why people don't believe. <laughs> You're laughing. Oh, I agree. No, no, but it's, it's like that in any walks of life. If there's something you've experienced and no one else has, and then when you're watching somebody talk about that same experience, you are, you're like, yeah. So And she said she's got that feeling when she's watching it. I would like, love to see the episode where they stood outside that house down in New Forest. Yeah, on but that so road. many people used to say about that house and that street. Yeah, but your mum talking about a cigar or a pipe floating around living room would be so funny to see on that programme. <laughs> While we were at the Halloween party, we heard a, a word said twice out in the wild that I've only ever heard comedians saying in a piss-techy way. Friday night dinner. Is that what it's up? Yeah. They say it on that, do they? Well, he says it, but he says... Bam- oh, the dad says it, doesn't he? Yeah, Bambinos and... Right. I've just heard Rob Beckett say it. What's his name? Air, air. What's his name? Mickey Flanagan. Yeah. Seems to be like a Essex thing. Right. So we're tramping through the mud when we arrive at this Halloween farm. Yeah. It's dark. And in front of us was your stereotypical Essex family. Yeah. They've all got trackies on. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I remember when I lived in Newcastle, everyone, there were families walking around and every single one of them had Newcastle United kits on. Yeah. Not even on match day. And, and in Sheffield, when I went up there, everyone's got dressing gowns on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair enough. Standard Essex family. Yeah. And one of them was proper gobby. And you instantly compare them to what's the name? The JC. Yeah, yeah. What's the name? Gemma Collins. Collins. Yeah. We've just got his wristbands to go in and it were dead busy. Yeah. We've got to go get the Beveraginos first. The Beveraginos, first thing. Yeah, and then she didn't just say it once in, like, a jokey way. She kept saying it, like, they'd have another bit of conversation. She'd go, no, no, first, Beveraginos. So she wasn't saying it to to get a laugh. No, no, no. That's what she calls drinks. Yeah, and you and I just were looking at each other like, what? Yeah. Whereas, so now, now we're using it 
I'm trying not to. As a joke. Like yeah. how I thought she was using it, but... Beverogino's. <laughs> it's, it is pretty awful. It's it? the vocal version of a man in a Mickey Mouse jean jacket. <laughs> you remember when men used to yeah. wear Mickey Mouse jean jackets? Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Saying Beveraginos out loud and meaning it makes you look like a twat. Yes, I totally agree. So Christmas, while your mum was here, we wanted to do a bit of London with her. Mm Mm-hmm. And we went to Fortnum and Mason, posh shop in Piccadilly. Yes. My only previous experience of Fortnum and Mason was they opened one in Dubai for a very short time near the Dubai Mall. Yeah. And we took your parents for afternoon tea, something I've never done in my life. Yeah. Sounds like a con, paying absolute fortune for a couple of scones. No, you got a fair amount of finger sandwiches, which sounds rude when I say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the funny thing is, if you did that here, it sounds posh. If you do that in in Dubai, it's not. It's every hotel does it. But it did feel posh in Dubai, Fortnum and Mason, but nothing prepared me for doing it here. Yeah. So we'd gone because we'd heard they got their Christmas store open. Yeah, well, I said let's do like a tour of the posh shops. Posh Christmas shops, yes. Now, if you've never been, from the outside, it's beautiful. It's seven, eight floors high on Piccadilly. Mm. And because it's Christmas, all the windows have got numbers on. So that the entire department store looks like an advent calendar. So cool. Ding. That's a win for me. Mm Mm-hmm. We go inside. We weren't even on the Christmas floor. It was beautiful. Well, I'd, I've never, I don't think I've ever been in there. And no. it almost looked like um, it a almost stately looked home. Like it could have been 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah. The staff are all dressed. And Fortnum and Mason colour is very similar to the Tiffany colour. Yeah. You know that sort yeah, yeah, yeah. of, uh, what would you call that green? It's aquamarine. Turquoise green. Yeah. They're all well turned out. They didn't make me feel like a shoplifter, which I always appreciate. No, they didn't. And we were having plenty of fiddle. Of Plenty of fiddle. Yeah. Then we went up to the Christmas floor. Yeah. If you love Christmas, that's where you want to go. If you're anywhere near yeah. London, out of everywhere we've been, and we've been to a few of the others, go to Fortnum and Mason. Yeah. You won't be able to afford anything. Don't try and buy anything. No. Tea towels are 12 quid. Get a Fortnum and Mason <laughs> tea towel. There's your memory. Well, I did find a wooden advent calendar that went every time you opened a door, it played music and it was different music on every door. it was beautiful. It was tall, two feet high, just short of a metre. My mum wanted to buy it for me because actually compared to a lot of the things in there, it wasn't overly priced. Now, there's nothing in it. You're paying for the advent calendar, 
175 quid. Yeah, but you would use it every year. No, it would. And it's a keepsake one. Somebody messaged me and said that uh, somebody bought them one after I mentioned it on Instagram and said they're hoping it now becomes a family heirloom. And I mm. could see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'd said to my mum. It's something you would buy somebody when they have a newborn or... I think I'd rather have that and do something special in there every year than buy the ones we buy for oh, the kids. Oh, absolutely. No, I agree. I agree. Anyway, it plays when you open the doors. It's like a music box. Each one is an individual music box yeah. and plays a Christmas carol. Yeah. Boy, it was such a nice thing to see. Yeah. The whole place was so amazing for Christmas. Yeah. And they had things like they had a big gold Ferris wheel that lit up. Things you'd never buy, but you, you can you can now imagine you see, that having that was it. overpriced. That was five thousand pounds. They had a carriage that looked like the one that the Queen, yeah. Princess Diana, got to get married in. That's massive. Big Cinderella, yeah. Steel, beautiful. They got colour coded sections. There was a pink section, pink Christmas section. Where all, what do you call them men? The Nutcracker soldier men. They're wooden soldier men, but they're all pink. Yeah. No, and we've done we've we've done a few. What was the other one we went to? We went to Liberty. Liberty's that day. By the way, it's the first time I've ever been in Liberty. That is an incredible building. It's hundreds yeah. of years old. It's Tudor. It's beautiful. Yeah. The Christmas section, whilst good, I think if I'd not just been in Fortnum and Mason, I'd have probably thought it were brilliant. But I do think... Well, we all said, didn't we? We all said Fortnum and Mason was much better. We've seen John Lewis. We haven't done... Harrods or Selfridges, yeah. I'd like to do theirs. But we will. So, and any others that anyone can recommend? Because it's not something I've ever really done. We've just watched the Marks and Spencer's Christmas advert, first Christmas advert of 2023. Yeah. Hannah Waddington off um, Ted Lasso. It's got the woman off the football. I don't know her name. She was a player now. She's a presenter. She's on BBC all the time. Slightly overused. Anyway, she's the one who's... Uh, she's probably on Question of Sport as a team captain, if I, you know, like... No, that... Yeah, that's a different girl. Is it? Yeah. That's a different girl to... All the lady foot... And I hate to say this because all the men look the same to me. They all kind of merge into one. As much, We're going to see the women's football team. I love them. Kind of prefer them to the men. But she's in it. Tan France from uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. He's in it. I liked it. I think I need to re-watch it. I don't know if I was in the right... No. We watched it in the car. Yeah. Parked, of course. The music is... Meet love, I would do anything oh, for love. That put me off straight away. <laughs> but in a sad piano oh, style. Oh, no, I hate that song. It's oh, But it, it did give me the Christmas tingle. Did it now? The little Christmas tingle. Fortnum's gave me massive Christmas tingle. Did it? Yeah. Liberty's a little bit. I don't know if I'm there yet. With well, the I would hope not, but I. what can I say? I'm finally attuned to the Christmas tingle. All right. We saw... <gasps> We start to see peppermint bark, which is our thing that we make every year. Yeah. They had it in Fortnum and Mason. They had it in Liberty. So now we've bought chocolate to make the first batch of peppermint bark. Yeah. Maybe we should sell it for as much as they do. I wish. I might pay it rent. <laughs> so we've had a bit of Christmas. Some sad news, of course. Matthew Perry died. That was a weird old night, that, because we went to bed late there's a van reversing outside. By the way, we're back recording properly with proper microphones. Yeah. It's the first one we've done since we left Dubai with, I hope it's bloody recording because I'll be disappointed if it's not. Oh, they'll be swearing. It was the night the clocks went back. So is that Saturday night, Sunday morning? I think it is. Yeah, and we were we were up late and I looked at the, the clock and it was half one. We were in bed and I looked at the clock and it was half one again. And I was like, what? It totally freaked me out because... 
I'd forgotten that the clocks were going back. And then you tapped me and said, Matthew Perry's died. And it was just really surreal in that moment because I was like, what the hell's going on here? Proper shock of that. Yeah. And then I messaged Honey and said, Chandler Bing's died. Yeah. And she's like, what? And she was drunk. She she just got in from a Halloween party at a club. Yeah. So she thought I was doing some sort of joke. And then she's doing that thing, going to tell all her housemates. And you know that episode in Big Brother, da- David's, da- dead. David's Dead? She said it was like an episode of that where yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, what? Who? Thinking- Jan Bong. And they were like, "One of is it somebody on the course? But really sad. They're saying there's no foul play. I don't think we need to delve into it. It was in a jacuzzi. I don't know if he fell asleep. He's had a heart attack or whatever. Yeah. He's obviously had his demons. And I tell you what, Friends is like what we talked about at the start of the podcast. Friends is like James Blunt and Coldplay. It's trendy to say you don't like it, right? Well, let me tell you, that programme was watched by nearly everybody. Well, I did what we've talked about, what we've many times, you did it with Jurassic Park, I did it with Titanic, I did it with Friends. I didn't watch Friends for a long, long time. I still didn't get hooked on it in the same way that Honey did, that Betsy did. I think you pretty much I love did. Friends. I didn't get hooked on it. I couldn't do a quiz on it. I would say I've watched the entire box set now. I watched it when it were on. We've watched it with Honey. We've watched it with Betsy Pearl. I'd say I probably watched it five times entirely through. That's not watching. That's, you know, yeah. catching an odd episode on telly. Purposely watched it five times through. Wow. And because it's 10 series and you've watched it that... Mm. It's been a huge part of our lives. I can see why people not became obsessed, but became invested, if you like. Yeah. My first thought was, no reunion now. Yeah. And not, not in a jokey way or anything. Yeah, 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 I was terribly sad. You know, I don't like to hear anybody who's going through, you know, like, it didn't seem right when it all came out about him being addicted to, I think he was, uh, what do you call it, prescription medication, painkillers yeah. or whatever. It didn't seem right, you know, because he was this guy who brought all this laughter and joy into your life. And you're like, oh, no, the Friends guys always seem quite together. They all seem to have it yeah. together. Well, again, it's that thing, isn't it? Like nobody knows what's going on behind. When the whole Brad, Jen and Ange thing happened, I was like, no, <laughs> not to. Not to Rachel. Yeah. She's had enough relationship trauma. <laughs> but anyway, very sad. I reckon that's about enough for today. Oh, you're gonna, oh God. You're not going to finish on, on sad. Shall we finish on what's just happened this morning then? Yeah, I mean, let, why, why uh, like every podcast we finish on seems to be... <laughs> a bodily function. Yes. The last podcast, I think, was the episode I had to go to the toilet three times during the podcast, remember? And if you heard it back, I'd put elevator music in every time I had to oh, go to the bathroom. You? I'm on the verge of needing to go again now. So this anecdote will have to be quick. Betsy back at school today. She's done some Halloween baking. And when I say she, (laughs) you've done a lot of Halloween baking with her. Mm -hmm. We were supposed to go in yesterday for Halloween. We took the car today. I paid the bloody congestion charge just so we could drop cakes off for the teachers. Annoying. (laughs) And we drove in. Beautiful drive. The trees are gorgeous. The leaves are all falling off. Everything's yellows and oranges and reds. Look at that tree out there right now. I think that's a maple. Isn't that beautiful? We passed some huge <sighs> houses. We saw a guy with had a security vest on and, and his dog stood at one of the gates of these houses. I think it was called Bishop's Avenue, that, in uh, Highgate or Hampstead. Basically, the drive from our house to Betsy Pearl School drives through some of the most wow. beautiful neighbourhoods. Well, one was called Summer Palace. So, you yeah. know, that's just their summer house. All right. Lush. <laughs> So we drive Betsy Pearl to school, Anna Cakes, she's still not feeling great. We get to school. 
I got you start, the urge. Start doing the jig. Yeah. Moving from side to side like that. You know, I'm busted for toilet. I'm busted for toilet. I really need toilet. So you can't ever tell when I'm busting. I no. don't need to do a jig. You're emotionally dead inside <laughs> in every way. Yes, I am. Whereas I experience the whole ups and downs of life <laughs> out loud. Anyway, I was busting to the point of I was going to go in the school. I've actually done that before. Going into this school and using their toilet is like getting into Fort Knox. Very difficult. Yeah. I'm dressed like a tramp, as you can see now, because these are the clothes I slept in. You weren't <laughs> expecting to get out of the car. Didn't want to get out of the car. By the time you'd taken Betsy and we watched the Marks and Spencer's Christmas advert and you'd got back in, I'm at critical mass. Thing about central London is the entire place, especially Westminster, where Betsy goes to school, everything's on security cameras. Yes. CCTV. I can't get out of the car and have a wee against a wall. No, no. It's not France. <laughs> yeah. So we start driving back. I'm going to say we were pretty close to Abbey Road, where the Beatles did their business. Right. Well, now it's known for something else historic. (laughs) There's a bottle. By the way, this bottle has been annoying the hell out of me. You know, like I like a clean car. You had a bottle of water in car about two, three weeks ago, and it's still there. And this car is too small for detritus. Yes, but it wasn't fully drunk. And I I tell you what, there's been times when I've needed that little sip. The last gob of water. You suggest that I pee in the bottle. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do, every man will tell you. Then you've got the thing of the angle. Right. Because you're sat in car, your kind of body's concertina a little bit. I can't believe I'm talking about this. I needed to go. I was like jiggling from side to side. I'm going to crash the car. You even suggested driving. Yeah. I pull off onto what seems like not a dead end road, but a quiet road. side road, yeah. Just happens to be... The busiest side road in the bloody world. <laughs> Every five yards, there's a builder's lorry or a electrician doing his business or a tree surgeon. So we drive a bit further down. Then there's just a bunch of mums in jogging gear walking in every direction. Well, I had a towel in the back because of the weather. I've said, yeah. oh, let's just keep a towel in the car. Yeah. So I said, put that over yourself. And then you're like, don't look, don't look. Because I'm, I'm like one of these weirds where... I'll go to the toilet in the house. We just did it as soon as we walked back in the house. Leave the door open. Door open. open. Yeah. It doesn't bother me, whereas you're Mr. Private. Yeah, do you know what? When I'm being forced to piss in a car on a London street, I'm quite private, yeah. (laughs) I'm quite private (laughs) about that. I was going to say... Because it's indecent exposure if you're not. When you're in the sea and you need to pee in the sea, right, you can just do that. Yeah. See, I can't. My body just freezes. Even though I desperately need to go... I can't do it. My body stops. So anyway, we reached that stage and I sometimes worry. Look, you know when you're married, right? Mm. Married people listening to this now will understand. You see each other at your absolute worst. Sometimes you ask each other to check parts of your body that you don't particularly want to be looking at. Right, yeah. I've got, can you just check? Is this a boil? Is it a mole? <laughs> you know. Yeah. In areas that I don't ever want to see. Mm-hmm. And when you're married... And you're in love, you do, I think you do it and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Even if it's an area that sometimes can be used for happier times, doesn't put you off. Yeah. 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 So obviously the bit that I need to wee out of, I don't want you seeing that in, I wouldn't go as far as to say any of those things are attractive, you know, but I don't want you to see it in that situation. Well, it didn't bother me. Oh, the only bit that I, it made me chuckle was when you said, I, f- I, f- I think the bottle's getting full. And, well, and, I, and I was like, have you stopped? Can you stop it? <laughs> and you you can't stop it. No, you can't. No, you can't. So you took a towel over me. I whipped me joggers down and angle myself 
under the blanket, but I've still got to be able to see. Yeah. Because I'm not talking about a bottle with a wide neck here. Oh, yeah. no. It's not a 1970s milk bottle I'm weaning in. No. It's, a, it's one of them little bottles of water. Yeah. So basically, I have to put my opening. The eye. I can't even, I ain't got my glasses on. I can't oh, tell God. if it's in the middle. It could have gone anywhere. So I've got that pushed against the top of this bottle, but the bottle is practically horizontal because without tipping over onto my front, how do, would you, would you, you know? <laughs> is that the first time you've peed in a bottle? No, I must have done it before. I must have done it before and had a bad experience because I was so worried. So you anyway. Can, you can actually buy, can't you? Um, oh, I'm getting one. Car. I am having a car latrine. And, and then we've talked about it before, the wee, the she wee. The she wee, obviously. So anyway, I start weeing. And I'm normally a quick weir. I do a lot of wees, as we've talked, as as people who listen to this podcast have seen. So they're normally not long, you know, like they're not dad wees. Yeah. Because dads can wee for a hell of a long time. Well, I'd call them mum wees. Right, okay. This one, because I've only got a little bottle. Yeah. Obviously, it's got a long wee. And I'm at an angle, so I'm like having to tip as much as I can to get the <laughs> angle of the bottle down. And I'm like, this is proper... Filling up. Had that been a normal drinking water bottle, if it had been full of water, if you took one drink of water and that's how full it was. Lovely autumn colour. You've been taking your vitamins, is that what it is? <laughs> oh, well, I take a variety of vitamins because of my age. It was iridescent yellow. Yes, it was. Glowing. Same as your bike. Oh, it was going to melt the bloody bottle. <laughs> so the next thing, I'm winding window down to empty it out and you're yeah. like, put lid on. And I'm like, what for? Not tipping it out. You, you said... We'll throw it in the next bin. To which I responded, what if there's a murder around here? That's my DNA in that bloody bottle. <laughs> what if there's a murder and they go, we found a bottle of urine at the scene. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not bloody, I'll empty it in streaks. It's raining, it'll wash away. You're not emptying it street. No, no, because there's people walking by. My mental state from before that wee to after that wee. Oh my God, I was oh, happy. Honestly, when, you, when you're hungry, when you need a wee... There's certain times when you're, you just start swearing, you're shouting. <laughs> it's like, that's why. I'm swearing I, at traffic lights and everything, weren't I? Because I needed That's why I was like pee in the bottle, because I thought, I'm not <laughs> having this the whole way home. 50 minute drive. I was not going to survive a 50 minute. I really have to get to the toilet, so we're going to have to leave it here. <laughs> right. Oh, that's episode 172. We good? Yeah, you've got issues. <laughs> yeah, things will be in the, the uh, what do you call it? I've got a good at toilet. Things will be in the description of the podcast. There'll be links in there. If you want to get in touch, get in touch. If you've got any Christmas tips. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. Bye. Bye. The end. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.